You made a big mistake indeed, and don't step to Ron, ladies and gentlemen. Ron Simmons, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the All-American from Florida State University, the first African-American world champion in world championship wrestling history back in 1992, greeting us into the Royal Rumble weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Howard, it is Friday, January 26, 2024, ladies and gentlemen, and we have got a lot to talk about. We're not going to be stepping in, Howard, but we have got a lot to talk about and then some here this afternoon again on the very popular Friday afternoon revolution show here as it is now exactly 3.02 p.m. here on the 26th of January 2024. 1-605-562-0444. Call ID 138055-POUND. We will be here till the 5 o'clock hour, ladies and gentlemen. And joining me right now from Paul Meyer, Virginia, of course, is the M to the L to the D, my co-host of Raw Radio. Once again, the one and only Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, welcome. Well, I might not have to buy you that calendar after all, J.D. You got it right this time. <laughs> yeah, I've been screwed up on the date the last few days, guys. I'll tell you that, however, and uh, believe me, I got it right today. You're exactly right, however, and we'll talk more about that as we go along, however, but yes, thank you very much indeed. We have got uh, quite a bit to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, uh, we welcome you, of course, as you know, we are going to get into the news here in just a few minutes. Of course, we're expecting more people this afternoon, including the King Clubs, from Patel, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the JML Experience, the Big IQ, Jeff Tears, the Rush, Ronda Rush, right? the Soul Man, Justin Lusheim, the Loose Can Shaquille, Colt Stephus, the Hot Rod, Rod Hancock, the Empress, and Rickenbach, of course, as we said, KNW, George Smith, and the rest of the gang, and, and so many more. And as we said, we have got so much to talk about. Michelle, where to begin or where to begin? Let's talk about the big story of the day, ladies and gentlemen. It started on yesterday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, and boy, oh boy, it has not stopped since, ladies and gentlemen. We will warn you ahead of time in our top story, however, this is a little graphic, however, so if we do offend anyone and insult anyone, we do sincerely apologize for this, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, ahead of time in more ways than one. Of course, the story first broke yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, and has been trending since yesterday and continues to be a hot story, ladies and gentlemen. In case you're wondering what the story is, here we go. Executive Chairman of TKO Group Holdings, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, has been accused of sex trafficking in a lawsuit filed by a former employee 
Janelle Grant, who filed a lawsuit yesterday in a Connecticut federal courthouse claiming that she was abused and sexually exploited by Vince McMahon. According to the Wall Street Journal, Howard, in the article, Howard, former WWE executive John Laryngitis, Howard, a.k.a. Laryngitis, Road Warrior Animal's brother, however, has been listed as a defendant. The Wall Street Journal shared details on the lawsuit, which includes Grant accusing McMahon and Laryngitis of locking her in, off, in an office and taking turns sexually assaulting her. In addition to that, Grant's lawsuit also alleges that a week later, McMahon locked her inside his private locker room at WWE headquarters and forced himself on her over a massage table. She claims that McMahon's personal assistant delivered $15,000 in Bloomingdale's gift cards to her after the so-called incident in general. Graham Grant has also accused McMahon of forcing her to perform oral sex on him the last time they met in 2022. Now, as a result, we understand, however, Vince McMahon and TKO issued a statement last night, however, due to this story, however, mind you. And according to report, however, this is what was said, however, as the spokesman for Vince McMahon responded to this, however, saying the following. This lawsuit is replete with lies, obscene made-up instances that never occurred, and a vindicative distortion of the truth. He will vigorously defend himself. Meanwhile, TKO, however, issued the following statement on the matter early this morning, saying the following. Mr. McMahon does not control TKO, nor does he oversee the day-to-day -day operations of WWE. While this matter predates our TKO executive team's tenure at the company, we do take Ms. Grant's horrific allegations very seriously and are addressing this matter internally. Michelle, we've talked about this both on and offline over the last 24 hours or so. I know you have quite a bit to say about this story. Well, yes. I mean, <coughs> disgusted is not even the word. <coughs> sorry. <coughs> I got choked. Sorry. Um, disgusted is not even the word. There's two scenarios just basically. Number one, is she crying wolf basically because she wants Vince McMahon's money? Number two, is it all true? And Vince McMahon is the one that knows his back is against the wall. So he's going to, of course, he say, say and tell all the news reporters and everything else, no, no, I didn't do it. I don't know what she's talking about, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's, uh, it's it's very disgusting, everything that's been, been said so far, and, uh, you know, word for word and whatnot. Um, I mean, am I surprised as far as Vince McMahon goes? No, he just reminds me of a creepy, old, dirty, nasty man anyways. Um, he always has. Um, so, I mean... You know, like I said, two different scenarios, either way it could go, but based upon what's being said and, and I've heard and, and whatnot, um, she has proof 100% tenfold. I don't think you can make up or run two different phone lines to one person. Um, obviously, she has his number, you know, so I, I don't see where she would be lying. But then again, I can't help but wonder. Um you know, is she crying wolf? Like I said, does she want Vince McMahon's money? Does she want? Did she get fired from them? And this is what started all of this. Um, then you know, she says the you know, she claims this, she claims that. Um, it's so many ways that you can look at this, and so many scenarios that it could go on this story that it's kind of hard to believe right yet for me, I guess. But it, you know, as far as this woman goes, she has full proof. I don't know why you would lie nor make it up, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Certainly. 
Well, we're going to keep an eye on this story, ladies and gentlemen. And as we said, of course, we will be watching in the days to come. As you know, the Royal Rumble is coming up tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, in Tampa. Howard Tropicana Field tickets are just about near sold out. Of course, they will be also in the home of the Lightning this coming Monday, however. And tonight, of course, Monday Night Raw will be making a stop in Miami, ladies and gentlemen, at the... um, Kazia Center, formerly the American Airlines Arena, but I still call it the American Airlines Arena, Howard, in South Beach. And here are the matches that have already been announced for tonight. It will be Carmelo Hayes and Austin Theory running it back after what happened two weeks ago and what was a very scary match between the two of them. Howard, Austin Theory, A-Town Down, if you want to call him Howard, the ass clown, will have, of course, in his corner none other than that little bitch boy, Austin, of course, uh, Grayson Waller, who, of course, last week we talked about him here on the show, Howard, acting like a total nimrod, Howard, in an Australian uh, morning show talk show segment. Meanwhile, Carlito will take on Santos Escobar, formerly of the LWO. Santos, of course, might have his friends with him, of course, Humberto Carrillo and Asshat Angel Garza. L.A. Knight, however, will take on the Tribal Chiefs uh, heir, if you will, Solo Sequoia, who last week took on the Viper, if you will. Meanwhile, the women's tag team titles will be on the line as Kaden Carr and Katana Chance hope to celebrate in South Beach in a big way and party all night. But unfortunately, Oscar and Kari saying the Kabuki Warriors, along with their two friends, Dakota Kai and Boyley Bailey, Baby Bailey, Bitch Bailey, Boyne Bailey, Backstabbing Bailey, Cry Baby Bailey, will all be in tow tonight in South Beach. Also, ladies and gentlemen, it will be Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, Howard, along with the Almighty, mean face-to-face with the final testament of Karrion Cross, Aikman Rezar, the Office of Pain, Scarlet Karrion Cross's wife, and Precious Paul Ellen. That'll be all coming up tonight, ladies and gentlemen, in Miami. So you definitely want to stay tuned as far as that. You know, one one of the thoughts on mine, J.D., sorry, y'all. That's Um. So tomorrow night, as far as, you know, Brock goes, are they going to let him show up? One. And number two, because based upon the storyline, what will Hunter do? What will his reactions be? Um, you know, does he have full-blown run of this company now? You know, how much say does Vince McMahon have or not have? Like, yeah. you know, Vince, yeah, Hunter's got to worry about the safety of his wrestlers right now, too. There's going to yeah. be so many people coming for them based upon Vince McMahon's Well, that, that has already been told. That has been already said. That was said earlier today. According to reports, Hunter has told all of the talent, however, to mind your P's and Q's this weekend, Howard, and this whole weekend, Howard. Yes, you're right, however, and that's a good point. I mean, how much control is he going to have tonight, tomorrow, and Monday night? I mean, we're going to have to wait and see, but he has told all the talent to be on guard, be careful, be safe. Use common sense and don't do something stupid you'll regret, however. Yes, he did make that announcement earlier today. Yeah, so and that's I, a good point. I mean, go also, another thing is, you know, all these, you know, they lost Slim Jim as a, as a sponsor. What other sponsors are they, you know, are they uh, stupid Logan Paul's drink? Is he going to keep that shit going on WWE? I highly doubt it because he doesn't want to be a part of that scene. Well, speaking you know, of Logan Paul, well, that that's just going to be segueing into my next thing, Michelle. Good point. And speaking of Logan Paul, we heard earlier today that WWE has re-signed Logan Paul, apparently. He has gotten a new contract as of this afternoon, so he oh, is with God. the WWE. Yeah, they have re-upped his contract, apparently. Now, earlier this week, ladies and gentlemen, before the whole Vince McMahon scandal broke, however, there was talk that there was leaks, however, of WrestleMania 40's matches coming out that might happen in Philadelphia here in just about two months from now. In addition to that, we have also heard earlier this week that The Rock, yes, folks, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, is now part of TKO Group Endeavor Holdings, if you will. This happened, of course, Tuesday morning, the same morning after Monday Night Raw happened in New Orleans last Monday when we found out the bigger 
other news, Michelle, we'll talk about that here in a second before we get to some of the other stories that are trending right now, that apparently Netflix, yes, folks, Netflix will be investing in Monday Night Raw beginning next January, ladies and gentlemen, for a tune of $5 billion, $5 billion with a B, ladies and gentlemen, over the next 10 years. But in addition to that, we have heard that Raw's contract is up at the end of September with USA. There has been talk that either Peacock or someone else might take over the network hour before the Netflix deal takes effect. But, Michelle, you and I have talked about this over the numerous last few days. What do you make of this whole thing with Netflix going in to invest in WWE Monday Night Raw, however, beginning in January every year from now? Well, I don't like it. I don't approve of it. I don't see where that's fair to fans such as us that have been watching since we were little kids and still watch to this day. They've not paid a, a dime to see it. It was always on local TV, you know, everything. Yes, it's on USA. <coughs> Sorry, I have such a on my list. It's on USA. It has a big name, blah, 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 whatever. But for us, it's fans. <coughs> Sorry. That have been watching for, I'm not even going to say how long because I ain't giving my damn age away. Well, actually, most of our age away. Um, yeah. I just think it's ridiculous to charge them because right now, like, I think the cheapest package of Netflix is like eleven ninety nine or something. And then I read that they will charge nineteen ninety nine. Just because they're adding WWE Raw to Netflix, you have to pay another $9, close to 10 every bit of it, to watch it. So I got a really big problem with that. I don't think it's fair, and I don't think that they should go through with it. I really don't. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Now, we know, of course, next week, of course, will be the big super, or in two weeks is going to be the big game in Las Vegas, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, we'll find out after Sunday who will be the final four teams standing. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. The Kansas City Chiefs coming off a very emotional win in Buffalo. We'll be traveling to Baltimore to take on the Red Hot Ravens and Lamar Jackson, while Michelle's team and the Camp Club's team, San Francisco, have got a home date with probably the Cinderella story of them all, the Detroit Lions. But, Michelle, I just saw earlier today and just moments ago, apparently, the L. LIV Golf Tour, which is in conjunction with the PGA, will be in Las Vegas next weekend, however, in two weeks, I should say, however, conflicting with the Super Bowl. So this is kind of a very dicey situation, however, heading into Las Vegas here in a couple of weeks with both the Live Tour and the Super Bowl in the same city. I'd rather watch hot men in tight pants catch a ball than men dressed up in classy pants hit a ball. <laughs> How, yeah. Yeah, well said. Well, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as you know, WWE also announced this past morning, earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, some upcoming live events, and you want to circle these on your calendar, mark these on your calendar right now. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen, with an update that was just announced early this morning, ladies and gentlemen. WWE has announced 21 official new dates, however, between May and early July, ladies and gentlemen, that will be happening where you can check the WWE in action at a facility near you. And here's where you can check out all the action. Friday, May 10th, Wilkes-Barre, PA, the Mohegan Sun Arena at Casey Plaza in Wilkes-Barre, just outside of Scranton, about four and a half away, hours away from Pittsburgh, and just about a couple of hours away or two and a half hours outside of Philadelphia, near three hours if you will with SmackDown Live. Monday, May 13th, Greenville, South Carolina, the Bon Secure Wellness Arena, ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live from there. Friday, May 17th, down in Jacksonville, that's right, Tony Khan's neck of the woods, Jville, if you will, at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum. 
Monday, May 20th, the Greensboro Coliseum, Greensboro, North Carolina, which is where Revolution will be held in just a couple months from now, live with WWE Monday Night Raw. Sunday, May 26th, and Monday, May 27th, the End Market Arena, Savannah, Georgia, at Battleground and Monday Night Raw for Memorial Day weekend, ladies and gentlemen, will be held in Savannah. Again, these tickets will all go on sale for these cities next Friday. That's next Friday morning, ladies and gentlemen, at 10 a.m. in these cities. So be sure to get your tickets now as far as that goes. Friday, May 31st, Albany, New York, the MVP Arena. Friday Night SmackDown will be coming to you live from Albany, if you will. Monday, June the 3rd, Hershey, Pennsylvania, the home of Chocolate Town, if you will, at the Giants Center. Hershey, PA, will host Monday Night Raw once again. Friday, June 7th, Louisville, Kentucky, the KFC Yum Center. SmackDown will be coming to you live there. Monday, June 10th, Toledo, Ohio. Monday Night Raw in Toledo, Ohio at the Huntington Center, right in the home of Jamie Farr, the Rockets, ladies and gentlemen, of Toledo, and about an hour and a half, couple hours away from Detroit Rock City, if you will. And, of course, I was in that arena just last October for AEW Collision. And I'll tell you what, folks, it is not a big arena, and they might have a good crowd for that show maybe, but we'll have to wait and see. Friday, June 14th, Tulsa, Oklahoma, at the BOK Center, which is where AEW will be coming up in just a few weeks from now. And speaking of AEW, AEW will be in Boisterous City, Louisiana, tomorrow night, just outside of Shreveport at the Grocery Shopping Center Arena, ladies and gentlemen. And among the matches you will see tomorrow night, it will be Daniel Bryan taking on Eugene Nagata, and of course, the big one, the six-person elimination style match. It will be FTR and Dancing Man himself, Danny Garcia, taking on the House of Black in a steel cage elimination match. And that will be coming up tomorrow night, just outside the Shreveport at the Grocery Center Arena. Meanwhile, Monday, June 17th, Corpus Christi, Texas, the American Bank Center, just on the Gulf of Mexico. Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live there from Corpus Christi. Monday, June 24th, ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Raw returns to the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, second of Indianapolis, Indiana, at the Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Monday, July 1st, Beantown, get ready. Right before the 4th of July, we're going to be in Boston, ladies and gentlemen, at the TD Garden, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, that'll be right before the big Money in the Bank uh, weekend takes place in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, ladies and gentlemen. And then, of course, the day after Money in the Bank, or should I say the Monday after Money in the Bank, ladies and gentlemen, Monday, July 8th, Ottawa, Ontario, the Canadian Tire Center. Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live from Ottawa, if you will, in the home of the capital of Canada, if you will. Now, here's where you can check out the AEW in an action facility near you. This coming Wednesday night, New Orleans, the UNO Lakefront Arena. Time my Rampage will be coming to you live from there. Next Saturday night, the Burt Ogden Arena in Edinburgh, Texas, just outside of San Antonio and Hill Country, ladies and gentlemen, as Collision makes its debut there. Two weeks on Wednesday, the Wednesday before the Super Bowl, Phoenix, Arizona, the Footprint Center in the Valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Arizona, Dynamite Rampage will be coming to you live from there. Saturday, February 10, two weeks from tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, the day before the Super Bowl, the Dollar Loan Center just outside of Las Vegas in Henderson, Nevada. Collision will be hey. making its debut there. And, of course, joining us now is the soul man, Justin Walker. I mean, Justin Walker, we'll get to you in just a minute or two. We're just going over some dates here real quick. February 14, of course, don't forget Valentine's Day. The HEB Center, of course, Howard Dynamite Rampage, of course, will be coming to you live just outside the University of Texas in Cedar Park on Valentine's Day. And these dates you want to circle now ahead of time. Wednesday, February 21st, Tulsa, Oklahoma, the BOK Center. We will be live there with Dynamite Rampage. Saturday night, the 24th of February, our Collision and Rampage will have a double taping that night in Springfield, Missouri, at the Great Southern Bank Arena. Wednesday, February 28th, of course, Huntsville, Alabama, right before Revolution at the Vaughn Braun Center, Center in Huntsville, Dynamite and Collision will be taped that night. And finally, ladies on the big one, Sunday, March the 3rd, 
Greensboro, North Carolina, the Greensboro Coliseum. Yes, folks, Revolution will finally come to the Tar Heel State, and among the matches that have already been discussed, it will be Roddy Roddy Strong of the Kingdom, ladies, along with his friend Adam Cole, baby, and of course the Wiener Boys, Matt Taven, Bennett, and Mike Canellis Bennett, if, or Matt Taven and Mike Canellis Bennett, if you will, Ed Wardlow, the undisputed Kingdom, however, hope to take the un the championship belt off of Orange Cassidy, the international title. That match could all be but signed. And yes, of course, the big match that has already been talked and could be heavily promoted here in the next few weeks and is almost a done deal now. It will be in his final match ever, the Stinger, Steve Borden, teaming up with Darby on his apprentice and good friend, who two weeks on Wednesday will go after the AEW tag team straps of Ricky Starks and Big Bill, or as I like to call him, Ricky the Rat Tower and Big Bitch, which they should have had the match this week in Ricky's hometown in the place where Sting began his career in New Orleans, but has now been pushed back to two weeks on Wednesday, but instead... Sting and Darby will get their opportunity, however, to take on Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Hucks, the Bucks, the Arrogant Pepe, the few Frenchmen, if you will, however, coming up in Greensboro in the big main event at Revolution in two months' time. So, folks, there's going to be a lot of things coming up, however, over the next few months, however. So, that being said, it promises to be very, very exciting. And, Justin, uh, as we said, we welcome you. Of course, we were just talking about the whole Vince McMahon story. I know you have a lot to talk about addressing that later on uh, this weekend and, of course, possibly tonight. Let's get your early impression, however, about the story that broke yesterday and also about some of the big events that are upcoming, however, in the next few months with both WWE and AEW. Justin, are you there? All right, I think we are having a difficult time getting Justin. I don't know if we're having a difficult time with Justin right now. If we are, Justin. Oh, he's back. Oh, he's back. Okay, Justin, welcome back. Uh, We were just missing man, right? Yeah, we were just getting your thoughts about the Vince McMahon thing. Yes, go ahead. Yes, uh huh. Yes, that's correct. You don't get your thoughts on that. Yes, go ahead. I hope that it, it's all true, and um, I mean it's disgusting, and I hope, and um, I mean the what um, and um, is is this? Is, I, I, um, I think this could be. Um, I hope this is all true. I hope that um he goes right to jail. I mean, I know all all the super, all the um the superstars are not happy happy right now with him. I hope and. All legends that all the superstars he made, he made we they are today like Hogan, Taker, Austin, Triple H, Rock, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, and um, Randy Savage. God bless his soul. People like Gene Okerlund, um, Grill Monsoon, or Alfred Hayes, and uh, others are, are, are happy with Vince right now. So uh, and um. And, uh, yeah, hope, it's, hope it's, he goes goes to jail. Well, it's going to be very interesting. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about this over the last few days, and like we said, we're going to definitely keep an eye on this story, no question about it. I mean, it's it's very it's been very intense, no question about. It. Of course, uh, we did talk about earlier this week. Uh, of course, some of the big stories, however, some of the stories, however, Today we're talking about like I said, uh, it's, a, it's a it's a very interesting story. However, what happened? However. We did hear what happened, however, about what went down, however, involving, however, this past week, of course, the TKO 
Group Holdings announced that The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, joined their board. Also, in addition to that, we heard Netflix has uh, joined up with WWE Raw to start broadcasting Raw beginning next January. Let's get your thoughts on those two stories. What did you think about Netflix moving uh, Raw, getting Netflix, and also The Rock getting part of TKO? I mean, what's your uh, take about this? I'm going to start uh, with, with Raw moving the um, Netflix um well, I don't think I don't think WWE is desperate because um, I was wrong um, when I was talking on the phone because because it worked the same because when because it worked the same thing in 2000 when when every um, when WWE moved moved from um, USA Network to, to the new TNA which is now Spike which is now which was formerly Spike TV and now um, Paramount Network in in 2000 and um, and um, Monday Night Raw um, left T, um, Spike TV. Go back to the USA Network back in the fall of 2000, um, fall of 2005, October, homecoming, and now in the next year, um, moving it, um, while I was moving USA Network to Netflix, so I think, so I think it's the same thing, and um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's been interesting. There's no question about. It. I mean, the video. Yeah, uh, the Rock. You mentioned in the Rock. Um, TKO. Um, yeah. Well, um, that, I mean that that's uh, that's um, well, uh, I, I, I well, uh. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I, um, I think that's the worst thing. Yeah, definitely. Well, definitely, there's gonna be a lot of questions. I mean, there's gonna be a lot, a lot of questions about this team. I mean, really, it's just, it's crazy when you think about it. Well, I have another question. Please go ahead and start. ask away. Well, here's another thing. We thought about this, too. You know, as far as the ones that are in the WWE Hall of Fame, uh, they're going to pull out? Are they going to ask to be taken off of that because of this? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I I didn't think about that. That's a very good uh, point there, Michelle. You bring up a very valid point, however. Um, What do you think? And then I'll get Justin your answer on that question. That's a very good question you just posed, Michelle. Uh. I see, like, the veterans, yes, Hogan, uh, <clears throat> Pipe, you know, anybody that speaks for Piper, um, Warrior, yeah, I see those pulling out, yeah. But as far as anybody new and, and, and whatnot or recent, maybe all of them, hell, I don't know. But it's something that you definitely got to think about because, you know, I mean, you, you know, some of the older veterans, you know, just because Vince McMahon, you know, had a, I mean, there's things I want to say, but I can't because people are, other people are listening and I'm not trying to, you know, but just because of his, what he's done. Okay. What am I trying to say here? <clears throat> no one wants to be associated with it because of what he's done. I feel. Yeah. I see some of them probably requesting that, maybe, maybe not. I think some of them probably will get to the point of they'll wait to see what happens in the future 
kind of thing. Definitely, I, I agree. I agree with you there. No question about it. It's just it's crazy. And um, we will get your answers here in just a minute. I do want to remind everyone also that coming up in March, ladies and gentlemen, March the 5th to be exact, ladies and gentlemen, the new Dark Side of the Ring will commence, ladies and gentlemen, on Vice TV, however. And among the superstars that you will see this year include the following. Gentlemen, Chris Adams, Harley Race, The Sandman, Buff Bagwell, Brutus the Barber Reefcake, Sherry Martell, the Black Saturday takeover, of course, when Vince McMahon tried to buy out Georgia Championship Wrestling in 1984. Terry, Bam Bam Gordy, however. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Colt and, of course, uh, many others as well. So it should be a very interesting, very intense season, just like last year, but a little more different this year as they will have 10 more episodes coming up this year, however, including the two I think that are going to be really uh, very Graphic to watch without question are the Sandman and Gentleman Chris Adams. Although I would not put it past Chris Colt. And Chris Colt, in case anyone knows, this guy, you talk about a very strange, very unusual wrestler. Here is his story. Very quickly. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone doesn't know the story, but anyone does not know the story, however. It happened back in 1975. Apparently, however, back in the day, however, he was a very, very strange wacko. Just say this is a guy who, at one time in 1975, during an infamous cage match, however, uh, said he was seeing spiders all around him. However, he was tripping hard on some very uh, low-grade acid or weed, whatever you want to call it. However, if you will, however, and he started fighting the fans in arena security. However, this is just it is this guy is completely hell bent. I mean, you talk about a guy who just really went. To, I mean, the thing is, how it says here, uh, where is it? However, I'm um, just looking at the trying to find the story here folks so bear with me here folks i'm just trying to find the story. this this guy just was completely looney tunes if you want to call it that however no pun intended uh like i said how in fact here's the story however mind you are um where is it here is okay here it is apparently he was uh fighting how one night however at a show however we understand however uh like i said however he hallucinated during the match however and he fled the venue however and it says, however, like I said, however, about two minutes, however, he appeared to stagger, however, during the uh, interview, however, he forgot his name, slipped out of character, and apologized. He last wrestled in 1986. Of course, I believe he passed away. Uh, I forget when, but he was very young when he passed away, folks. But this guy was completely way out to lunch. That's to say, no pun intended. But again, I think the ones that are going to be interesting are Buff Bagwell, certainly. Chris Adams' the story is just really troubling to say the least considering at one time however uh he was one of the guys that actually uh, trained stone cold steve austin in the business uh sherry martell's bio is going to be very interesting very heartbreaking to watch i'm sure terry gordon is the same way of course uh the same man i'll tell you can that i can imagine the story's coming out of that that's going to be a wild story it's something you can imagine the people they're going to get on probably like guys like maybe maybe possibly joey styles tommy dreamer who knows maybe rvd uh possibly raven Okay, Scott Levy, you never know. Uh, definitely way out to lunch there, that guy is. But still, uh, it's going to be interesting when that new season starts up coming up here in less than two months from now. Um, please, Michelle, if you have anything else to continue with, go ahead, and then just we'll get to you in a minute. No, I mean, all of this is just, you know, a bit much to take in, especially for people like us that have watched you for umpteen thousand years. No, no question. 
No question about it. Thank you very much, Michelle. Uh, Justin, would you care to comment uh, about uh, anything uh, that I asked Michelle? I know you have quite a bit to say. Please. Would you? All right. What did you just mention earlier? About, uh, we were talking about the new uh, Dark Side of the Ring episodes and uh, anything else that you want to add as far as uh, anything about the Dark Side of the Ring episodes coming up, Power, and anything else you want to throw back at us in general, Power. I mean, you were talking a little bit about, about the whole anything about that. So go ahead, please. I mean, uh, looking forward to it, and, and um, Buckback Will is is a piece of garbage. Yes, I would agree. I would definitely agree with you there. Why is that? Nothing. But well, well, well. Um, I mean, he, I mean, um, what, what did you t- tell me, JD, JD, yesterday about Buff Bagwell? I said that Buff Bagwell, uh, he had some issues. However, of course, uh, like I said, uh, he um, got back in. He got into some heavy duty trouble over the years. I mean, you take a look at his. Uh, I mean, all these guys have had personal issues. I mean, like I said, he's had a lot of issues. Uh, case in point, of course, we know what happened a couple years ago when he was arrested. Uh, speeding, hit and run, giving a false name. Also, he was involved, however, in a serious accident about four years ago when apparently, however, he had broken ribs, a broken right hip, a broken soccer bone, nose, and torn groin muscle. But the real story, of course, took place, however, mind you, however, in April 2012, when 14 years to the same day after he suffered a broken life, neck on thunder, he was seriously injured in a car accident the first time. And here's how the story went, ladies and gentlemen. According to the Woodstock Police report, Bagwell called his wife at 1.30 to tell her that he was about to suffer a seizure while driving. He was then taken to Wellstar Kennestone Hospital in his hometown of Marietta, Georgia, not far from the King of Clubs neck of I'm sure, there in Swanee, Georgia, where he was placed in the hospital's intensive care until you know, after suffering broken bones in his neck, face, and jaw. Uh, literally 24 hours later, Scott Norton released a statement by Twitter to confirm that Bagwell was going to be all right. The following day, however, UCW performed Bagwell's brother John, however, issued a statement to confirm that Bagwell's condition was improving, but that he still required breathing and feeding tunes and would undergo surgery once the swelling in his neck and face subsided. Three days after that, Bagwell's late mother, Judy, revealed to TMC that he had been taken off the breathing tube, was able to eat solid food, and was able to talk. Of course, however, five days later, how Bagwell walked again but still had a tingling sensation in his arms and hands. UCW also stated, however, that he had four plates surgically inserted in his face and that his jaw was wired shut after surgery. Now, he stayed out of trouble till 2020, of course, and then he got into trouble, of course, in 2020 and 2021. I mean, he also uh, had some things that were, well, let's just consider very obscene and graphic, if you want to use the term loosely. Uh, he, of course, is 54 years old. Of course, he has been married twice. His first marriage lasted six years. His second marriage, of course, lasted only four years, believe it or not. He had no children, if you will. He was trained, of course, believe it or not, by the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and Mike Graham, the son of Eddie Graham, if you will. Oh, I... Excuse me. Sorry about that. And he actually made his debut in November of 1991, however, WCW, after uh, basically, however... Believe it or not, uh, was also trained by another person that actually got him into the business when he started working as a lumber salesman, however. And, of course, the person that actually got him in the door to talk to Dusty Rhodes originally was going to surprise you guys. It was Missy Hyatt, believe it or not, the Sandman and Eddie Gilbert's uh, ex-wife and 
somewhat girlfriend, if you will. But nevertheless, Buff Bagwell has always had a very controversial career, both in and out of the ring. Of course, who could forget the incident that happened in 2001 when he joined with WWE only for less than a week, however, and was shortly there fired, however, after, uh, let's just say, not listening to instructions by management, if you will. But uh, I think Bagwell's story is going to be very interesting. I mean, it's going to be quite revealing to see what this guy has done. And like I said, he's become a real, like I said, sort of character over the years, shall we say. But go ahead, Justin, please continue. And then we'll uh, tie it up here on this story and we'll go to our next story. Go ahead. About what? Anything else you want to add, I mean, that we just talked about, I mean, um, I can't I mean, believe just um, I, I can't believe um, they're ending WWE Network. Yes, I was going to mention that too. Yes, they are talking about ending that at the end of this year. Yes, that's correct. I uh, I did hear that. Of course, I just I don't get that either. Years, it's been ten I'm years since that, that begun. Hmm. I agree. I would definitely agree with you there. Well, we'll definitely be talking about that here in just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get now to birthdays and dates, ladies and gentlemen, from today and for the next few days. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about them now, ladies and gentlemen, here as we uh, take a look. We're going to talk about the next three days, of course. Don't forget, of course, Robert will be back, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, coming up at 3 p.m. this week, however, we will have a lot to talk about the aftermath of WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble. We will also talk about the NXT Vengeance Day, which is coming up, of course, next Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, this coming week. And also we'll talk about the playoff games, plus some other sports and non-sports news will be on the topic of table this coming Monday here at 3 p.m. So with that said, let's tell you about the birthdays and dates from today. January 26th, tomorrow the 27th, and the 28th as well, as well as the sports news and entertainment news as well. Here's what happened on this date in history today. On this day in 1987, a superstars taping, talking about the Royal, uh, Royal Rumble in Tampa, however, this occurred in Tampa, Florida, the home of the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel's neck of the woods. However, on this date, the Hart Foundation would defeat the British Bulldogs and the Dynamite Kid to win the WWE Tag Team titles with assistance from their manager and crooked referee Danny Davis. That same night, of course, saw Hulk Hogan and Andre Giant set up their WrestleMania 3 main event, however, when Andre would introduce his new manager, Bobby the Brain Heenan, turning heel for the first time in his career and challenging Hogan for the title. In the second show, Howard Hogan would accept the challenge from, of course, Andre, after Andre literally tore Hogan's shirt in the first segment, almost making him bleed, if you will, let's just say. On this day, 1999, WWE Halftime Heat would air during halftime of the NFL Super Bowl and USA Network. The matchup, of course, however, saw Mankind win the WWE title in an empty arena match against The Rock. The match was taped earlier in the day in Tucson, Arizona, if you will. Meanwhile, in 2004, on this date, ladies and gentlemen, after winning the Royal Rumble the previous night, SmackDown superstar Chris Benoit would appear on Raw in Hershey, if you will, and reveal that he would intend to challenge Triple H in the main event of WrestleMania 20. Ten years later, if you will, Batista would win the Royal Rumble. That's right. At the paper of the same name, Arena in Pittsburgh. What's that? That was wrong on WD's part. No tribute to Jack Tunney. He died on January 21st, 2024, 2004, in opening the show. That's right. You're exactly, you are correct on that, Justin. You're right. That's right. Yes. Shame on WWE. Of course. Yes. Of course. He would last eliminate the tribal queef, Roman Reigns, who broke the record number of eliminations in a single match with 12 outings. Of course, Daniel Bryan, of course, 
was supposed to be number 30, but that did not take place, Howard. Also that night, CM Punk, of course, fought for the last time in WWE before leaving the company 24 hours later, if you will. Meanwhile, in 2015, for the second time in history, ladies and gentlemen, Raw was canceled on this date, Howard. The show was held to be held in the state of Hartford, Connecticut, but due to severe and dangerous weather and the subsequent travel ban on residents, the show was called off and replaced with recaps and interview segments. The following night, SmackDown was also canceled, if you will. On this day in 2019, NXT TakeOver Phoenix took place at the Talking Stick Resort Arena in Phoenix. The first on the night saw the War Warriors, a.k.a. the Viking Raiders, Hanson and Rowe, Eric and Ivar, win the tag team titles against Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong, however. Second on that night, Johnny Gargano bested Ricochet for the North American title, and in the main event, Tommaso Ciampa retained his title against Malachi Black, a.k.a. Alistair Black. And 2020 on the state, the Royal Rumble took place at the Minute Maid Park in Houston, Texas, if you will. Drew McIntyre ousted Roman Reigns to win the Men's Royal Rumble matchup. Also on that show, Edge and MVP made their first appearances since 2011 and 2010, respectively, and Brock Lesnar set the most eliminations of the show, however, for being taken out by McIntyre. Meanwhile, Michelle's girl, Charlotte Flair, who, of course, was the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble match. Some birthdays to note today. Happy birthday goes out, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to Road War Animal, who would have been celebrating a birthday today. The boss, Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks, who has been rumored to be possibly showing up at the Royal Rumble tomorrow night in Tampa, is also celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday to the true dean of wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, Gordon Soley. Of course, he is celebrating a birthday today. Also today, celebrating a birthday today in the world of entertainment, ladies and gentlemen, and whatnot. Let's tell you right now who it is. It is... I just had it. Give me a minute. Here we go. Ellen DeGeneres turning 66. Happy birthday, of course, goes out to, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Wayne Gretzky turning 63 today. Vince Carter, former North Carolina Tar Heel and Toronto Raptors basketball superstar turning, I believe, at uh, 47. Today would have been the birthday of Eddie Van Halen, born in 1955. Actor Paul Newman would have been celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday to a great actor, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, born in 1925. Also, ladies and gentlemen, celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday goes out to, I just saw it a second ago, uh, ladies and gentlemen, just give me a minute here, folks, Scott Glenn, actor, of course, uh, born in 1941, Mr. Baseball himself, Hall of Famer, Bob Euchre, celebrating a birthday today in the front row, celebrating a big birthday today, happy birthday to this legendary announcer. Happy birthday, of course, goes out to actor David, David Stradhaven, of course, who appeared in the movie Eight Men Out as Eddie Seacott, ladies and gentlemen, the movie that also started John Cusack. Happy birthday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to Penn State former football coach Jerry Sandusky. Anti Teo also celebrating a birthday today. One of the large traps, how are ladies and gentlemen, celebrating a birthday today, born in 1905. Happy birthday, and that is Maria Von Trapp, if you will. In the entertainment world, ladies and gentlemen, of course, Teen Wolf the movie was released in 2023. Meanwhile, the Dukes of Hazzard made its TV debut on the state in 1979. The Wedding Planners and Jennifer Lopez and Matthew McConaughey was released in 2001. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Eddie the Eagle, based on a true story, was released in 2016. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Kimmel Live made its debut in 2003 on the state, however. No sort of scandals, Kate Blanchett was released in 2007. Uh, also on the state, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just looking here. Smoking Aces, the movie also came out in 2007 on the state. What did you say, Justin? Sorry? You mentioned, did you read your Royal Rumble 2014? Yeah, I just did with the potato oh, oh, thing. Yes, okay. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I was at that show, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I did. did just yeah, Pittsburgh. Yep, Pittsburgh hometown. Yep, it was in Pittsburgh. It was in Pittsburgh. I was at that show. Yes, I do recall that. 
Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, here is what happened on this day, January 26th, however, as the sports world goes, ladies and gentlemen, in this date, ladies and gentlemen, just give us a second here. Okay, here we go on this day, January 26th. Jim Thorpe in 1913, of course, gave up his track medals from the 1912 Olympic Games as a result of being, I mean, paid a professional. He was paid $25 for playing in a semi-pro baseball game and was later given the medals long after his passing. In 1960, Pete Rosell was chosen the new commissioner of the NFL. Joe DiMaggio was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1955 on the state. Jimmy Fox and Mel Love were elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. In 1985, Wayne Gretzky scored his 50th goal in the 49th game of the season in a 6-3 win over the Pittsburgh Penguins. One year later, the Chicago Bears in the Super Bowl shuffle would win the, their first house since 1963 by beating the New England Patriots 46-10 in New Orleans at Super Bowl 20. In 1992, the Washington Redskins will win their third Super Bowl in 10 years, however, beating the Buffalo Bills 37-24, putting the game with 24 straight points after a scoreless first quarter. In 2002, Jennifer Caprietti would produce the greatest comeback in a Grand Slam final to overcome Martina Hingis and defend her Aussie Open title. Caprietti would save, save four match points for clinching a 4-6-7-6-7-6-2 victory over Hingis. In 2007, Mark Recchi, the wrecking ball, would score two goals, including the 500th of the screen and the Penguin shootout went over Dallas 4-3. Later that night, Martin Brodeur made 28 saves, if you will, huh? extending his NHL record for consecutive 31 seasons 11 as the Devils of New Jersey beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 20-02-0. In two, uh, let's see, and there was one more to talk about. Yes, folks, in 1997, the Green Bay Packers, by big plays, beat the New England Patriots in Super Bowl 31 in New Orleans 35-21. Brett Favre upon Andre Batamua rising for a 55-yard touchdown on the second offensive play and then would throw an 81-yard touchdown to Antonio Freeman in the second quarter. However, Desmond Howard, a former Heisman Trophy winner at the University of Michigan in 1992, turned out to be the first special teams MVP and would score on a 99-yard kickoff return late in the game to put away New England, however, and secure the victory. Meanwhile, as far as what happened on Saturday, the 27th, ladies and gentlemen, let's tell you about that right now and let you know what happened as far as tomorrow goes. So just give us a second here, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about tomorrow's excitement, ladies and gentlemen, here. On the 27th, if you will. So here we go as far as tomorrow goes. Here's what happened on the day tomorrow, January 27th. In 1981, Roddy Roddy Piper would be Ric Flair to win the NWUS heavyweight title, however, in Raleigh, North Carolina. In 1990, in an installment of uh, Saturday Night's main event, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior defeat the perfect uh, genius, if you will, Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning and Leaping Lanny Poffo. In 1996, Raven would beat the Sandman for the ECW Heavyweight title. In 2008, however, the World Rumble would emanate from Madison Square Garden. John Cena would enter at number 30 in a huge surprise, however, and eliminate Triple H for the win. Edge would defeat a famous and Randy Orton would take care of Jeff Hardy to earn, retain the World Heavyweight title and WWE Championship, respectively. On this date in 2013, the World Rumble took place in the U.S. Airways Center in Phoenix, Arizona. The main event saw The Rock win the title for the first time since 2002. The win would end CM Punk's reign, which was the longest run since Hulk Hogan's reign of 84 through 88. In the Rumble itself, John Cena will end right back, however, for the win. In 2014, of course, we talked about CM Punk. However, he walked out on Raw, however, for a taping of the show in Cleveland, Ohio. In 2018, ladies and gentlemen, however, from Philadelphia, however, NXT TakeOver took place in the city. Although no titles changed hands, however, the main event of the night saw Andrade Cien Almas, a.k.a. Andrade El Idolo, defeat Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, defeat his NXT Championship in one of the greatest matches in the history of the company. Meanwhile, in 1994, Clash of the Champions, however, 26 took place in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. In the main event, Ric Flair and Sting would team up, however, defeat Rick Rude and Big Van Vader in a tag team elimination match. 
In 2019, ladies and gentlemen, the Royal Rumble took place again from Phoenix, ladies and gentlemen, however, if you will. And Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, however, would win the women's and men's Royal Rumble matches. Shane McMahon and The Miz meanwhile defeated the Bar Howard to win the SmackDown Tag Team titles, however. Also on that same day, ladies and gentlemen, on the pre-show before the match, Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Rusev to win back the U.S. title. Three years ago, in the state, Ryan Namath, the brother of the show off Dolph Ziggler, would make his AEW debut on title in a losing effort against the hangman, Adam Page. Happy birthday to former ring announcer Red Bastine, however, who was born in 1931 on the state, however, tomorrow. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, an interesting event that occurred in 1992, however, as well as 1993. First, in 1992, WWE would tape the 30th edition of Saturday Night's main event in Lubbock, Texas, the home of Buddy Holly. The show would air two weeks later and was notable for two prominent character turns. In a tag team match against The Undertaker and Ric Flair, Sid Justice would walk out on his partner, Hulk Hogan, to turn heel and set up the main event of Mania 8. Later that night, in a match between Macho Man and to Jake the Snake Roberts, the Undertaker stopped his former friend, however, from attacking Savage's wife of Elizabeth. With that, however, the Undertaker returned babyface for the first time in his career and set up a match with Roberts at WrestleMania and extend history to 2-0. And finally, in 1993 on this day, I think everyone remembers this one. This was a very sad day, to say the least. We lost the big man himself, Andre the Giant of a heart attack, however, who came home, however, to be with his father and family, however, for a uh, very special thing, however, and as a result, he passed away, however, if you will, in a hotel room in Paris on this day at the age of 46. He was also the very first Hall of Famer, if you will, in WWE history. Some birthdays to note tomorrow. Happy birthday goes down, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to ladies and gentlemen, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, the uh, father of classical music, besides Beethoven. Happy birthday definitely goes out to, of course, ladies and gentlemen, let's see some other stuff here we're looking here. Uh, actor and comedian John Witherspoon, of course, who was known as the father in the Friday movies, ladies and gentlemen. Al Cumming, TV actor, Howard turns 58. Patton Oswalt, of course, 54 years old. Captain Edward Smith, uh, captain of the HMS Titanic, was born in 1850. Kadarius Tony, of course, turning 24 tomorrow. Happy birthday to him. Actress Mimi Rogers uh, celebrating a birthday tomorrow. Bridget Fonda also celebrating a birthday tomorrow. Donna Reed, of course, ladies and gentlemen, actress, Howard, born in 1921. Chris Collinsworth, born in 1959, not a big fan of his whatsoever, so there you go. Uh, Troy Donahue, ladies and gentlemen, uh, actor and singer. Also celebrating a birthday, James Cromwell, born in 1940. Also celebrating a birthday tomorrow, Keith Oberman, sports casting legend, however, born in 1959. Also, ladies and gentlemen, a birthday tomorrow. What's that? I remember him. in oh, And J.D., um, Clash of Champions 26 was January 27th, not January 26th. Okay, so it was, but I was on there. Thank you very much, sir, Justin. You know, one when Bobby Bobby bring he made his WCW debut on that day. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that. Now, here's what happened on the 27th in the entertainment world, ladies and gentlemen. Also, ladies and gentlemen, The Dog's Purpose was released in 2017. Little Women at Land premiered in 2016. Toddles and Tierras made its debut in 2009. Nanny McPhee starring Emma Thompson in 2006. Big Mama's House starring Martin Lawrence was also released that day. Also, Laverne and Shirley starring Penny Marshall and the late Cindy Williams was released on TV in 1976. Uh, Ethan Hawke and Julia Delpy starred in the movie Before Sunrise, the sequel to, of course, the movie that came out before it, however, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however, before Paris, I believe it was called, however, if I'm not mistaken, was released in 1995 on the date tomorrow. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, some other things, Resident Evil, the final chapter in 2017. Heartbreak Hotel by Elvis was sung in 1956. The movie The Grey was released in 2012. The Perfect Score was released in 2004 in Movies Everywhere. Man on a Ledge was also released in 2012, ladies and gentlemen. 
as far as theaters go everywhere. Now in the sports world, ladies and gentlemen, he will tell you about what happened on the sports world, however, the 27th. So give us a second here as we will take a look right now. On the sports world on the stage in night, on January 27th, however, ladies and gentlemen, here is what happened. Just give us a second. It is the, the first college basketball game took place in 1894. The University of Chicago beat the Chicago YMCA 1911. On this date, ladies and gentlemen, however, in uh, 1944, Casey Stengel, the manager of the Boston Braves since 1938, would resign. Lou Perini, however, Guido Rugo and Joseph Maney would buy control of the baseball team that same day. Meanwhile, in addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, however, in 1969, Chuck Knoll, ladies and gentlemen, became the youngest coach of the NFL at the time as he was hired by the Pittsburgh Steelers, ladies and gentlemen. That same day, Rod Labor would take the first leg of the successful Grand Slam, Howard beating Andre Giamano of Spain, 6-3, One year later, in the Australian Open of Tennis, Dick Creeley will lose to Arthur Ashe, 6-4-9-7-6-2. That same day, of course, Howard, one year later after Chuck Knoll was named the coach, Howard, and after his team lost 13 or 14 games the year before, would draft young Terry Bradshaw, Howard, for Louisiana Tech as the number one overall player in the draft. In 1973, of course, UCLA's basketball team would win its 61st consecutive game, a new record. In 1980, at the Pro Bowl, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, Chuck Muncy was named the MVP. Howard, as the NFC would beat the AFC in Hawaii, 37-27. In 1982, Ryan Sandberg, however, along with Larry Bower, traded to the Chicago Cubs with second baseman Ivan De Jesus, if you will, from the Phillies to the Cubs. Speaking of Ryan Sandberg, we understand he is in very poor health right now. We wish him nothing but the best as this very special second baseman of the Cubs and Hall of Famer, in my opinion, however, is battling some serious health issues right now. In 1989, Steve Eiserman would become the fourth NHL player to record 100 points in 50 games or less with a goal and two assists of the Red Wings would be Toronto 8-1. to also on that same day, ladies and gentlemen, however, Kevin Johnson and the Phoenix Suns will begin an NBA free throw streak of 57 games. In 1990, Howard, at the Australian Open Women's Tournament for the Australian Singles Crown, Mary Jo Fernandez would beat by Stephanie Graff 6-3-6-4 as Graff won her third title. Meanwhile, Boris Becker won his first Australian Open title, however, the following year in 91, beating Yvonne Lando 1-6-6-4-6-4-6-4. In 1992, of course, who could forget this, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Tyson would go on trial for rape power. He would be later found guilty. In 1996, ladies and gentlemen, if you will, at the Aussie Open Tennis Hour, Marcus Helps beat Anke Uber of Germany, 6-4-6-1 for her first and only Grand Slam victory after being brutally attacked two years before. In 2001, ladies and gentlemen, of course, at the Australian Open Tournament, however, Jennifer Caparello would beat Martina Hingis, 6-4-6-3. And in 2002, at Highsville in Pittsburgh, New England would beat Pittsburgh, 24-17 in the ASU Championship. Earlier in the day, Howard St. Louis, St. Louis would beat the Eagles, 29-24, Howard, to set up the Super Bowl. Some other things that happened on the state. Yes, in 2019, however, at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida, Patrick Mahomes and Jamil Adams would named, be named MVPs of the game. However, the AFC would take care of the NFC, however, 26-7 in the Pro Bowl. Novik Djokovic, who lost earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, Serbia would win his seventh Australian singles title, beating Spanier Rafael Nadal 6-3, 6-2, on the state. In 2013, at the Pro Bowl, however, the NFC would beat the AFC in Hawaii, however, 62-35, as Kyle Rudolph of the Vikings was named MVP. In 2018, Carolyn Wazineski with Simona Hellup, 6-7-6-3-6-6-4 to win her first Grand Slam title. Meanwhile, however, if you will, in 2008, Novik Djokovic would beat Joe Wilfred Songa of France, 4-6-6-4-6-3-7-6 to become the first Serbian player to win a Grand Slam title. In 2000, and, uh, 
Seven ladies in Australian Open, however, see Serena Williams with Maria Sharapova, 6-1-6-2, as the first time the tournament used Hawkeye system for official line calls on this date. There you go, folks. Now let's take a look as far as January 28th goes, however, and let you know what happened there. And before we do here, let's give you the call number right now, ladies and gentlemen, however, if you will, however, one, just a second, ladies and gentlemen, here, here we go, one six zero five five six two zero four five six two. 0444, ladies and gentlelemen. Call ID 138055-POUND. It is 3.57 p.m. on Friday, January the 26th, 2024. The Iceman, all the Black Widow, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming here as we're coming up on the 4 o'clock hour. As soon as we get these all done, ladies and gentlemen, we will start talking about the World Rumble. We'll give you our predictions, Tower, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, of course, we will be back this Monday with Raw Radio. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here is what happened on this date in history, ladies and gentlemen, as we take a look. Um, Sunday. On this day, 1991, Howard Paul Bear, oh, yes, would make his WWE debut when he was introduced on the Brother Love Show as the new manager of The Undertaker on this day, 1991. In 2002, in a confrontation between Vince McMahon and Ric Flair on Raw, McMahon threatened they would bring in the NWO to poison the WWE if Flair did not agree to sell his shares to him. This was the first ever mention of the NWO, and of course, they would make their debut three weeks later, however, on pay-per-view. In 2007, if you will, the World Rumble took place in San Antonio, Texas, as the uh, match itself came down to two Texans, Taker and Shawn Michaels. Taker would eliminate Shawn to win the match, and of course, the Dead Man was the first man ever to win the Rumble after entering in the number 30 spot, if you will. On this day in 2017, speaking of uh, San Antonio, history took place, however, on this date in, in this date, 2017. The glorious one, Bobby Roode, would vanquish Shinsuke Nakamura to win the NXT title, while the authors of Payne, Aikerman, and Uzar would defeat DIY to win the NXT tag team titles. In 2018, the Rumble returned to Philadelphia once again as history was made on this night. The event played host of the first ever Women's Royal Rumble won by Asuka. However, surprisingly, Ronda Rousey showed up, power came into the ring after the match was over to make her WWE debut. Meanwhile, earlier in the night, however, Shinsuke Nakamura for the men eliminated Roman Reigns to win the Men's Royal Rumble, and the bar would be Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins. Due to a neck injury, this match would end up being Jason Jordan's ever-last match. Um, birthday's note, happy birthday, of course, goes to the Celtic War. Yes, folks, Seamus is celebrating a birthday on this date, ladies and gentlemen, today on Sunday, January 28th. Happy birthday to him. Also, of course, some other birthdays, ladies and gentlemen. Happy birthday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, goes out to... Dun, 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 dun. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a look right now. Rick Ross, turning 47. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Eliza Wood, 42. Nick Carter, 43. Seamus, we just mentioned him, 45. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Joey Fatone Jr., 46. Happy birthday goes out to, of course, um, let's see, actor and comedian Alan Alda turning 87. Meanwhile, however, some things that did appear on this date, ladies and gentlemen, however, The Woman in the House, across from The Girl in the Window, however, was released in 2022. The Mechanic in 2011. Uh, from Prada and Nada was released in 2011. Blue Valentine also released in 2011. Uh, let's see, uh, I'm just looking at some other stuff here. do, 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 do. Okay, we don't got anything there, so we're good there. And uh, like I said, however, I guess I'm just looking to see if there's anything else. Uh, if there's anything else, however, as far as that goes, I think we're okay there. And now we'll go to the sports very quickly, however, let you know what happened on this date in history, however, for January 28th. On the date, January 28th, ladies and gentlemen, here is what happened on the date in history, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we'll tell you about it right now. 
1901, the American League was founded, ladies and gentlemen, as the league planned for a 140-game schedule. Set player rosters of 14 recognized the Players Protective Union Association, or PPA, the Players Union. In 1984, Wayne Gretzky in his record 51-game uh, scoring streak was hauled as the LA Kings posted the victory, however, 4-2 victory. Over the 51 games, Gretzky would score 61 goals and assist on 92 more. On the stadium in 1990, however, the San Francisco 49ers would win the Super Bowl, however, beating the Broncos 55-10 and tie Pittsburgh with four Super Bowls. In 1992, however, Brett Hall would become the second NHL player in history to score 50 goals in 50 games more than once in a career when the Blues of St. Louis would tie the Kingers of L.A. 3-3. In 1996, a very unique story here, however, the Dallas Cowboys gained the first team to win three Super Bowls in four years, beating the Pittsburgh Steelers 27-17 and giving Pittsburgh's first loss in Super Bowl history. Neil O'Donnell would throw two picks, one of them to Larry Brown, as the first corner was named the game's MVP, recorded two interceptions, including one for a touchdown late in the game. In 2001, Baltimore's Braves in defense would back up its uh, offense by beating the New York Giants in the Super Bowl 34-7. They would intercept former Penn State quarterback and Carolina Panther quarterback Kerry Collins four straight times. The final pick was returned 50 yards for a touchdown by former University of Miami Hurricane superstar Dwayne Starks. In 2007, ladies and Roger Federer captured his 10th Grand Slam singles title without dropping a cent the Aussie Open being Fernando Gonzalez 7-6-2. 6464. The last man to go through a major without dropping a set was a Beyond Borg, set at the French Open at the Roland Garros back in 1980. In 1990, however, 2011, excuse me, Oklahoma State, which shut out Northern Colorado, became become the second Division I program in NCAA history to reach 1,000 wins in dual matches. Oklahoma State winner of an NCAA record 34-team national championship would join Iowa State as the only programs with at least 1,000 wins. In 2017, ladies and gentlemen, of course, Serena Williams will win her 23rd Grand Slam singles title with a 6-4-6-4 win over her older sister Venus in the final. And in 2018, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, Roger Federer will become the first man to win 20 Grand Slam tennis singles titles, defeating Marion Sleek, however, 6-2-6-7-7-5-6-3-6-1-6-1 to capture his record time sixth Aussie Open title. So there you go, folks. Those are all the birthdays and dates you need to know. Of course, if you need to hear all these, however, just go back and listen to our show today, of course, on Raw Radio, of course, coming up this Monday, because I may not repeat those, however, this week. However, instead, we'll focus on Monday. All right. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, a lot going down, however, of course, coming up, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, this uh Less than 24 hours from now in Tampa, Florida. And, of course, we already gave you our uh, early thoughts about what's going to happen at the Rumble. With that said, we are now going to get our prediction times in for these uh, big events. And as we said, we have a lot to talk about. So right now, as of now, there are four matches on the docket, however. Right now, of course, as you know, however, believe it or not, however, so far 11 of the 13 entries have been announced, Tower. Of course, for the men, six of the 30 have been announced for the Rumble. So with that said, we're going to tell you what our thoughts are as far as the matches go. And with that said, we're going to start it off, of course, with the U.S. title matchup. And, of course, the person that we will get our thoughts on this one, obviously, is the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lindon. So, Michelle, it is Logan Paul versus KO. We know the tension between these two guys. However, let's get your thoughts on what should be a very interesting U.S. title matchup tomorrow night. Well, obviously, if he's re-signed a contract, the little son of a bitch is going to stick around for a while. So, but I'm still going to stick with what I say, Owens. Yep, I agree. I agree. I agree with you there. I'm going to go with KO as well. Justin, what about you? KO versus uh, Logan Paul tomorrow night. Kevin Owens, but I feel like um, Logan Paul is going to um, 
have a little cheating victory to retain his U.S. title. All right, so you're going to go with Logan Paul then, correct? I am. All right, thank you. I don't like to do. All right, next. No problem. That's okay. All right. Next one, of course, is the Fatal Four Way. It is the Tribal Queef himself against LA Knight, against AJ Styles, against the Viper Randy Orton. If this was no DQ, I would definitely say the Viper wins here. But you know what? I'm going to still say Randy wins somehow by disqualification here. Justin, let's go to you this time. What are your thoughts about the Four Way? I would say that. Uh... You know, you know what? I'm gonna say that, that, that um, same thing. I think Randy Orton's gonna win this match with Squaw Christian, and Roman Reigns still keeps his um, United States title like a coward that he is. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you very much, there, Justin. All right, Michelle, your thoughts about this one? Uh, I mean, obviously, ideally, I want Randy to win. If not Randy, L.A. Knight. But, uh, that's good. We all know Roman is going to be hold that title for a lot longer. So I say that Randy wins by DQ or by countout. All right, there you go. Thank you very much, Michelle. All right, now we go to the men and women's Royal Rumble. And in this case, however, we're going to tell you it's going to be a little different here. We're going to tell you who we think, however, is going to win, who will be the runners-up, however, and we'll also list two or three big names as far as the surprise goes. So with that said, we'll start off with the men's Royal Rumble. The participants already have been announced so far. Cody, CM Punk, Shinsuke Nakamura, The Almighty, Drew, Gunther, Chad Gable, Otis, Akira Tozawa, Kofi Kingston, and Senior Money in the Bank, Damian Priest. Michelle, Go ahead with your uh, big uh, picks here, however, with the winner, the runner-up, and then uh, two or three names that will throw us out in the Rumble tomorrow night for the men. I'm still sticking with Okada. Yep. Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. Neville. Yep. Um, there's two more that I've heard, and I don't know if it's true, but I'm just going to say it. I don't want I, – I don't know, but I'm just going to tell you. Bobby Roode was one that I heard. Mm-hmm. And the perfect the perfect ten. I can't think of his fucking name right now. Save my life. Hi, Dillinger. Thank you. Um, he was another one that I heard too. But um, I'm gonna still say Strowman, but I still really want the winner to be Cody. All right, and your runner up. Ooh. Um. Uh, God, I, I I'd like it to be a surprise. I, I you know if Okada comes, I wouldn't mind it to be him, but it's probably going to be that dumb pain in the ass CM Punk. I can see that. Now I don't know if you saw or not before we uh, get to Justin's pick uh, last night. Apparently Mustafa Ali is on his way to TNA Impact. Believe it or not. He did a video last yeah, night. Yeah, I, I saw that. Um, yeah, they were they were wow. hyping it up, but they weren't saying who last night. What are your thoughts about Ali showing up in TNA? I don't like him. 
I never have. Uh, he, you know, he's just not very impressive to me. Um, I respect him. I, you know, love what he does for the business, for the fans. He's just not a fan favorite to me. Um, I don't think TNA's going to do him right because basically right now you have the... What am I trying to think of here? Um, from Motor City Machine Guns, Chris Saban yep. holds the X Division title. I mean, that would be an interesting match between the two, I guess, because, you know, Ali is kind of, you know, unpredictable at times. And to me, I think he's a little bit dangerous, kind of like Darby Allen dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um. But, I mean, I, you know, the kid's got to go somewhere, so, you know, he deserves a shot just like everybody else. Certainly. No question. No question about it. Very good thoughts indeed. Dustin, uh, same question I posed to Michelle about um, Mustafa Ali, and then we'll get your thoughts about uh, three guys, how are three or four guys, a couple guys that you can list for the Rumble, and then we'll hear your winner and your runner-up. I'm uh 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 who's who uh, who who's who wins the men's Royal Rumble? Yes, who wins the Rumble? Who's the runner-up? And then a couple of big surprises that will be in the Rumble, in your opinion? Yes. We didn't we do we did we did the, the surprises already didn't we? I know we're doing it again though, but go on. Yeah. Um. The Rock. Uh, Ron Strowman. Yeah. And uh, D'Lo Brown. All right. Who is your winner? Who's he your runner? D'Lo Brown. He said D'Lo Brown. Yes, he did. He said. D-Lo oh Brown. my God. That's a that's a pretty good choice there, Dustin. Okay. That's a damn good choice. I would have never thought of D'Lo Brown. Very good pick there, Dustin. Very good indeed. Go ahead. Please continue. And um, are the win a winner? Yep, a winner, runner up. Yep. Cody Rhodes two time and he and it will be um a two time Royal Rumble winner um breaking Shawn Michaels record like Shawn Michaels did in ninety five and ninety six. All right, and who's your runner up? I bet she's gonna be The Rock. All right. Hey, JP. Yes, Michelle. I want to ask Justin the question that I asked you on the phone earlier today, real quick. Please, go ahead. Go ahead. By all means, go ahead. Just out of curiosity, Justin, for Royal Rumble tomorrow night, do you predict or see MJF showing up in WWE? Well, I remember talking about MJF. No, Michelle just asked me a question earlier today. She's just asking you a question. 
Oh, and, and, uh, tomorrow night. Good, that's, it's that's a what if question. Possible. Yeah, that's, that's possible. Do you think he'll show up though? That's possible. It's possible. Possible. Okay. Very interesting. Okay. Here are my picks, however, who I think will be in the Bumble. Uh, X Pac. I think we're going to see Okada. I agree with you there, Michelle. My third pick, however, will be, however, I am going to say possibly, maybe, uh, basically, it sounds how I know everyone's going to hate me for this one. I'm going to say a surprise. John Bradshaw Layfield, maybe enters the Rumble, JBL, possibly. That's a good one. Yep, I think he he'd be interesting to enter the Rumble. I could see that happening. Uh, as far as my winner runner-up, I am going to say, however, I think right now, Cody deserves to win. My runner-up power is going to be, I'm going to say Gunther again. I, I just have that feeling, tell me Gunther's going to do something again this year. He might be a bridesmaid in this case. He's damn close to winning, but I think he comes up short yet again. I want to say Gunther is my runner-up power. Uh, another one that I read that might show up tomorrow night is the mm. Cowboy. Well, the redneck beer-drinking Cowboy James Storm. I have heard that too. I've been hearing a lot of scuttlebutt about that too. Yes, I have heard that. Same I, too. you will hear me from Virginia if he shows up. That's one of my favorites. JD knows that. Yes, he could forget beer money. Definitely a very, very talented wrestler indeed is Mr. James Storm. No doubt about it. You are correct on that, Michelle. All right, we now go to the women, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to get, like I said. However, everyone's thoughts on the women. However. And again, the same rules apply, however, in this one, as do the men. This time, we're going to change the order out, however. And Michelle, you're up on the women, however. So let's hear what you've got to say about the women. Um, um I say Beth Phoenix, yep. Carmella. Yep. Um, Mickey James is a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm going to say entry number 30, and I'm going to say this right now. Mark my word, number 30 will be AJ Lee. All right. Um, I'm going to say the little blonde. What is it? What the hell is her name? I can't think of her name. Not Liv Morgan, but. Um, I don't know who you're of. Yeah, I can picture her. Yep. That was with Bray Wyatt. What the hell is oh, her name? Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. No, 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 no. Other one. Raquel Rodriguez? No, 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 no. They did the storyline with the whole uh, Firefly thing. What the fuck is her? She just had a baby. Alexa. Oh, my God. Huh? Yes, Alexa, Alexa. Bliss. Yep. Um, I'm gonna say maybe a surprise or you know key player whatever in that. Um, I mean, I don't know why uh, Hunter can't go big or go home. Here's a thought. Um, you know, I'm trying to give her freaking name. Holy crap, I'm brain dead today. Um, okay. What is her name? Um, damn, I am really brain dead today, aren't I? 
Um, okay, don't worry about it. Oh, my Lord. Um, I, Lita. 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 Okay. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see her. And as far as the who I think will win it, okay, I'm going to do two scenarios. Who I want to win it, yep. since Charlotte ain't in it, or yep. unless one of my other girls shows up, is Becky Lynch. I know, that's surprising. Um, yep. I would say the runner-up to that would be Bianca Belair. All right. Very good. Very good. Very good. All right, Justin, we now pose the question to you now. You're up on the clock, Howard. Who's your pick? Uh, see, uh, t- um, Tamina. Uh, see, that's a good one. Uh, Michelle McCool. Jay Car- Jay the Man Cargill. All right. Uh, let's see. Liv Morgan. And uh, let's see what else. Molly Holly. All right. Who is your winner? Who is your uh, runner-up? Oh, uh, see. I bet. Uh, um. Um. I'm not. Um. I'll be very p- upset if they. If they. If she wins, I'm gonna say nine. My whole jacks. All right. So, who's your runner-up then? Runner-up. I'm have have to say Liv Morgan. All right. Very good. Very good indeed. All right. Here are my choices. I am going to say Liv Morgan. I'm going to say Sasha Banks. I will say possibly maybe someone like uh, Liv Morgan, Sasha Banks, Raquel Rodriguez, if she's cleared. I am going to also say a Hall of Famer, Howard, and Michelle McCool. I will agree with you there on that one, Justin. Now, as far as my winner and runner-up, I think Becky Lynch is going to win. And I think Boyley, Baby Bailey, Backstabbing Bailey, Bitch Bailey, Backstabbing Bailey, Boring Bailey will finish runner-up. But they keep saying that she might be the winner. I I hope that's not the case. I really don't, like I said, Howard, I hope that is but, the case. But there's a but to that. And yes, we all know she has a lot of it, but in salt, in theory, if she's supposed to turn, wouldn't this ideally be the time to do it, I guess? It would. It would. You're right. It would. It would. Yes, it would. It would or make her win it and then turn on the bitches on Monday night. 
Yeah. One or the other. Yeah, exactly right. That's that's a good point, though, Michelle. You bring up a very valid point. That's a very, very valid point there. It could happen. It could very well happen. You never know. You never know. I mean, that could be very, that could be very good possibility. Um, did we do the men's Royal Rumble as well, or did, did we not get into that one yet? No, we did do that. We did do that. So we got all the matches in then, basically, correct? Do you mean tell me there's only four matches? Uh-huh. Four matches as of right now. Correct. Yes. Uh-huh. Wow, that's sad. Uh-huh. I agree. I agree. It is definitely sad. No doubt about it. It's just ridiculous if you ask me. I just want to see, like, some really shocking people show up tomorrow night. I really would, you know, for once like to see that. I think we all would. Not no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, it's fine to see the same ones and the legends and this and that and all that, but, you know, enough's enough. <laughs> you know, I mean, and another thing is, too, you have – here's another thing, too. I'm sorry. I was just thought of this, J.D. Give me one second. Go ahead. Um, all this talent out there that their contracts are either up or they don't have a contract or they're coming in or they're Jade Cargill who just signed and now all this stuff happens with Vince McMahon – how would that make you want to stay with the company? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very, very good point you bring up, there. Yeah, I agree. And uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. That's a very good point. And then we know next week, of course, as we mentioned, is NXT Vengeance Day. Of course, they will be coming to you live next week, ladies and gentlemen, as we're looking at the card right now, as we can pull it up here. It will be in Tennessee, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, we're just going to get the lineup right for that real quick, however. And uh, we're going to wrap this up very quickly. However, do, 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 do. here we go. Okay, yeah, here I found it. Never mind. Okay, here we go, folks. Here are the matches that are signed up for next week's Vengeance Day. It will be the winner, of course, ladies and gentlemen, however, the matchup, which uh, will happen, uh, I believe, this week, however, the LWO of Cruz del Toro and Juan Quibar taking on Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. The winner of that will go on to face... The finalist, however, which I am just dumbfounded, how you talk about a te- person that really right now continues to be down in NXT and is teaming up with all people, a boring, backstabbing little bitch, however. He makes me want to barf, however, and he's blah, if you ask me, even though they say he's a safe worker, and that is Clown Shoes himself, other than King Cockstain himself, Baron Boyne, bum-ass Corbin. I mean, Baron Corbin, of course, Baron Breaker, or in the Dusty Final, of course, they will face the winner of the LWO Hayes Williams match, of course, next Sunday in the finals, if you will. Also, next week, ladies and gentlemen, the women's champion, Lia Valkyrie, will take on Roxanne Perez. Opa Femi, ladies and gentlemen, who won the North American title in a questionable call just a few weeks ago, will take on the former champion, Dragon Lee. Ila Dragunov will take on Trick Williams, so Trick could be doing double duty on this night, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, just announced yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, it will be a six-person tag as the family. Tony D'Angelo, Channing Sachs, Lorenzo, and Adriana Rizzo will take on ODM, Lucian Price, Bronco Nima, and Jada Parker with scripts, if you will, next Sunday there at the Elimination Chamber at the FNM Bank Arena, ladies and gentlemen, the home of the Austin P. Governors in Clarksville, Tennessee, which is just outside of Nashville, ladies and gentlemen, and about an hour and a half away from Chattanooga and Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget the Elimination Chamber is coming up on the 24th of February, of course, at the Perth Western Australia uh, in Australia at Optus Stadium, ladies and gentlemen. So far, there's talk that 65, 70,000 people could be packed into that venue a month from now. And in fact, early speculation has it that that show will be starting 
at 5 o'clock in the morning, not 6 o'clock in the morning, as some people thought it would be. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to tie this up and put it to bed right now. If you do want to take a question, Michelle and Justin, for well, uh, coming on. But before we do, I know Michelle has one more thing to say, and Justin will get your last statement in before we close it out with our theme today. So, Michelle, go ahead, please. Well, Mitt said in the chat that he wanted to come on, but he couldn't guarantee what time. Okay. Um, so do we have his predictions in? No, I do not. Okay, Mitt, if you want to send them to Michelle or message Michelle, and that way she can give them to me, and you can just post it to the chat. That'd be great. We will definitely, hopefully, hear from you on Monday, because we definitely like to hear back from you on Monday, because I know you, Michelle, will definitely, hopefully, have a smile on your face. I'm sure you will, however, when, uh, of course, the San Francisco 49ers punched their ticket to the big Super Bowl game in Las Vegas, of course, coming up in two weeks after Sunday night. Go ahead, Michelle. You're about to say something. Please continue. Oh, no. I just told him that I would try to hold off for him to come in, but I mean, he doesn't, he's not for sure what time he can, so, you know, I'm not trying to hold everybody. Yeah. And like I said, I'll be leaving here shortly myself, and of course, I got some big things coming up tonight. Of course, I will be back in time for SmackDown. My one niece, of course, has her basketball game tonight uh, coming up, of course, and we're going to be going to dinner here shortly, so that's why we're going to cut it a little short here as we're coming up on 4.30. Of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back next Monday, this coming Monday, for Raw Radio, the final Raw Radio of the month of January. And then we'll start off February with a bang beginning next week, ladies and gentlemen, with Sports Machine, of course, next Thursday night. The King of Clubs, Justin Lewis Fleming, will be joining us, of course, myself, Michelle, and the rest of the panel, too. Tough to handle, including Gerard T. Smith, the James Alex Spence, the Rush Ronda Rush Wright, the Empress Sam Rickenbach, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, of course, the Hot Rod Ron Hancock, and the Loose King, Shaquille Cositas, plus the Rouse Snake, Neil Patel, and of course, the King Club's Smith Patel will be joining us as well. And then, of course, next Friday on the Machine, we will talk about the aftermath of the Rumble. We'll talk about also about Vengeance Day next week. We'll have more to talk about next week, of course. As we are turning the page and getting you ready for the road to WrestleMania, as the road will be officially beginning this Monday night, of course. Don't forget, we'll give you our Raw ratings and predictions, of course, also coming up on this Monday's edition of Raw Radio as well. So, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to close it out here, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I do want to thank Michelle and Justin. Justin, before we close it out with you, we want to ask you very quickly, however, do you have anything else you want to close us out with today? Uh uh uh, oh, you got oh, you got oh, you got some music playing. Yeah, I'm gonna have that in a second, but I just wanted to ask you. We have we got the music ready to go, Justin. See um. So you're good. Okay. All right. Wait 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 wait. What happened? Um. What? Yeah. Um. I want to say. Um. You think. When um, Chris Benoit was afraid of Brock Lesnar when he moved from uh, SmackDown to Raw, he's going to face um, Brock Lesnar for the title at WrestleMania 20. No, no, I don't. That no, end this, not at all. Not a chance. Not a chance. Okay. All right. Uh, like I said, we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna close it out with a very special theme here as. As requested by Justin, ladies and gentlemen. So, folks, however, we will talk to you again, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Monday on Raw Radio. Enjoy the Raw. Be safe. Be careful this weekend. So, for now, for the Black Widow and the Soul Man, this is the Ice Man saying so long, however. Enjoy the Rumble this weekend, 
and we will talk to you soon. And now here's our closing theme as requested by Justin Hauer. Here we go right now. We're just tuning it up right now as we're ready to go with our closing theme right now. That's Hulk Hogan. And who knows, folks, we might just see him tomorrow night. Have a good weekend, everyone. We'll see you on Monday.